welcome to a brand new edition of the Alligator Sports Podcast. I will be here to ease your tensions if there is any left from this past weekend of the absolute heartbreak of the Florida Gator basketball uh, squad experience, both men's and women's, honestly. Women's competed in the NIT tournament, men's competing, uh, obviously, in the national tournament, and just getting upset. So I'm here to be your ever-loving uh, soft voice and and hopefully to give you some good news in other Florida Gator sports, because uh, there's lots of other things going on. But with that being said, we have a great show for you guys today. Uh, we have a very special guest from the Florida Gators gymnastics team, Leah Clapper. Uh, that was a great segment. And um, yeah, so let's start with my personal favorite part, uh, the wrap-up of the past seven days of Florida Gator athletics. All right, so let's just do it. Let's just rip off the Band-Aid and get the bad news out of the way. <laughs> so men's basketball, as valiant as an effort as it was, uh, they did very well in the first round. Uh, they forced an overtime against Virginia Tech. That was the 10th seed off of a uh, clutch step-back three from, from point guard Trey Mann to send it to overtime, but, uh, and then they actually were able to finish it out this game uh, which is kind of unusual for the Gators, uh, which we would usually actually. All right, so let's just do it. Let's get it. Let's rip off the Band-Aid and just get the bad news out of the way for you guys. Uh, so in case you missed it and weren't watching the national tournament, the Florida Gators men's basketball team could not finish in the second round. But we can talk about the first round first. <laughs> Damn it, man. Okay. All right. All right, so let's do it. Let's just rip off the Band-Aid. I'm going to give you guys the bad news first and say that the Florida Gators are out of the of the National Men's Basketball Tournament. After a valiant effort in the first round, they actually won in overtime over Virginia Tech 75-70. to uh, Point guard Trey Mann came up with a huge clutch step-back three to send it to overtime and then finish out that match by a five-point lead. And then... In my bracket, I had the Gators getting knocked out in the second round, but not exactly to uh, the team that they lost to. They lost they, they lost in a very bad upset. Um, oh, I guess it wasn't that bad. It was only three points, but it was still an upset nonetheless against Oral Roberts University. Uh, it was a three-point finish, uh, 81-78. to 78. They almost came up clutch again with a game-tying three-pointer at the end, but came up short. And they get upset by the 13 seed Oral Roberts, and Oral Roberts will continue on while the Gators' season is finished. And breaking news as of today, Trey Mann actually announces that he is declaring for the NBA draft. And that was the first Gator to declare for the draft from this year's team, and we will see if that list piles up anymore. Let's move on to some women's basketball who played in the NIT tournament. They actually won the first round as well, and but then they came up short in the second round uh, to Villanova University, uh, and then their season will be finished as well. As for softball, uh, they are doing great. They are 21-2. They are on a four-game win streak. They beat North Dakota uh, they uh, in a score of 7-1, and then they swept the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Uh, the first game was 1-0, 
Uh, second game was 10-0, and then the third game was 8-0. Yes, you heard me right. They only allowed one run within the past week. Very impressive feat there from the softball team. And so let's go on to the number five ranked baseball team. They were at 13-5. and They actually swept a three-game series over Texas A&M over the past weekend. Uh, Tommy Mays got the first win. He's 4-0. Uh, that final score was 13-4 on Friday. And then uh, Jake Lefwich won the second uh, matchup on, on on the second day uh, on Saturday. And that was the score 3-1. And then Hunter Braco came up with the third win, 8-4 on the final game of the series. And moving on to volleyball, they're doing very well this season as well. They're coming to a close um, uh, this upcoming weekend. They split number three, Kentucky. They won the first match on Friday in three sets to two, but then they got swept the following day, 3-0 by the Wildcats, and they will go into their final week of the season. Gymnastics, although they had a fantastic regular season, and we'll talk about that more with Leah Clapper later in the show, uh, they fell short in the SEC championships, uh, and they actually it was because of a recorded low, season low of 48.725 on the bars, and nonetheless, they will still be moving on to the Nationals. And now on to women's lacrosse. They are 5-2. and two. Uh, they're on currently on a two-game win streak after sweeping the number 25-ranked Temple University in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, the first game was 15-9, and the second game ended in a 14-7 finish. While the women's tennis team had a small break and they will resume play tomorrow, the men's tennis team are still very busy. They're on a nine-game win streak after they improved to 14-1 on the season. They swept two matchups against uh, number six ranked Texas Christian University, and then they swept the heck out of the unranked Florida State Seminoles this past Sunday. And that'll do it for this week in Florida Gator Sports. All right, now that we're done with sports, now we can move on to our special segment of this week, which was a very special guest from the Florida Gators gymnastics team. They just had a very successful run this year, and then they just came up short, like we just said in the uh, recap, in the SEC championships, but that's okay. They still have a chance for the Nationals. Uh, But we had a great conversation with uh, one of the gymnasts named Leah Clapper. Uh, She has her own podcast actually called Zest in Progress, and she wanted to hop on and talk a little bit about about what she does on the podcast and uh, what brought her to the idea to really come up with that. So let's enjoy this conversation with me and Leah Clapper. Okay, so I'm sitting here with Leah Clapper of Florida Gator Gymnastics. Leah, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to be here. Awesome, awesome. We are super excited to have you here. Thank you so much for joining on the Alligator Sports Podcast. Uh, this is something that's been brewing about for a week, so we're super excited to get to get this going. And, um, and uh, yeah, but let's hop right into it. So before we get started... Um, uh, we we will talk about your awesome podcast that, that's on Spotify and all that good and all that good stuff. But um, Leah, just give us a little brief introduction. Um, wh- where are you from? What wh- what brought you to a UF? Yeah, I am originally from Ann Arbor, Michigan. So 
I'm pretty far from home right now, but I came to UF because of the amazing athletics and the amazing academics here at Florida. My junior year of high school, I got an offer to join the gymnastics team and I came down to visit and was just blown away by how amazing and beautiful the campus is and just all the programs here and it just felt like the perfect fit both academically and athletically and I couldn't believe that I was going to be a Florida Gator and it still is surreal today that I get to be here competing for the Gators and it's quite an amazing feeling but I'm so grateful for the opportunity and every day that I get to spend here at UF. For sure, awesome. That's that's awesome to hear. Um, so Ann Arbor, it's that's uh quite the different territory from uh, from Florida. It's, it's probably Michigan. Did did you have any thoughts of going to Michigan? A little bit. It was one of the schools on my radar, but Florida was definitely a dream school for me, and and it honestly was not you know, in the cards in the beginning because gymnastics recruiting started really, really early when I was being recruited. So people were committing right at the beginning of high school, even into eighth grade. And the rules have changed now that you can't make a commitment to somewhere until your junior year. But I remember my, um, at the end of my eighth grade year, before I even started high school, I was compiling all the lists of places where I might want to go and do gymnastics and where I thought I might be able to get a scholarship and where academic programs that I was interested in were. And I probably had at least 40 schools on the list. And I'm so thankful for my parents for helping me with all of it. But Florida was one of the first schools I emailed because I they had an amazing program and you know I just watched them win nationals and I was like it'd be really cool to be a Gator so I emailed them and you know got a generic response back right away saying oh yep our spots are full like we have no more scholarships for year year and this was at the end of eighth grade and they were like yeah come back later if you're interested in a walk-on and I was like oh wow that's kind of crazy but bummer I'll move on the list but everything you know changes everything happens for a reason and throughout um my high school I became an elite gymnast and there was coaching I actually committed somewhere else um after my freshman year but there was coaching changes there and at Florida and things just changed so when the opportunity arose during my junior year I was just like I said before blown away so that's a little bit of the longer uh version of how I got down to Florida and why I um, am not at Michigan, but it, um, the really funny thing though is my sister, she also does gymnastics and she verbally committed to Michigan uh, a couple months ago. So it's pretty crazy. And then my parents went to Ohio State. So we've got this whole (laughs) huge school rivalry thing going on, but it's all good. It's all exciting, all great places to be. Yeah, that's that's actually really funny. You got the family dynamic of 
oh, this person goes to Michigan, this person goes to Ohio State, and then there's me. I, I go to Florida, you know. Just like, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. like, that's a great, like, like, uh, like it, it's like a black sheep of the family almost, but, like, but trust me, you are – you were, you were the best uh, the best choice out of all that. So, <laughs> but, uh, thank so, you. Of course, of course. But uh, but welcome to Gainesville. Um, it, it seems like it seems like you like it so far. Um, and uh, but yeah. So with that being said, so uh, you like you said you took up gymnastics and then uh, you, you finally made a team. So welcome to and it's been a, a great season for you guys so far. Uh, you guys fortunately just came up short in the SEC title and title match, but that's okay. The dust doesn't take away from. Um, the the great year. So before we get a little bit into the podcast stuff, I would love to get uh, your outlook on, on the season. Absolutely. And you're absolutely right. It has been a pretty amazing year. I am so proud of how far my team has come. And it's really insane to think about, like about exactly a year ago, we were sent home from our season because of the COVID pandemic. And none of us really did gymnastics for three to five months because everything was shut down. It's not like you can do bars or beam in your backyard. It just doesn't work that way. So we all got sent home and none of us were able to train for several months. And that was really odd for me because I've been doing gymnastics since I was a toddler and I just wanted to flip and do things. And it was a little bit frustrating, but I, just, you know, we all tried to stay in shape and had that motivation because last year we had an undefeated regular season and then everything got stripped away from us and that was heartbreaking. But we knew that we wanted to come back strong this year and we, you know, everybody had that fire inside of them the whole time, I think. And when we were able to finally come back to campus and train together, it was so amazing and it's just really insane to think how far we've come from that day when we stepped back onto campus and we're able to train together again. And just, um, you know, even from getting all of our gymnastics skills back, which was surprisingly easier than I thought it would be, but cause we're all, you know, um, very experienced gymnasts, but we've just come so far and you know, everybody, every single person on the team has a role and everybody works so hard and we just push each other to be better. And I really think that, um, you know, that domino effect of I want to be successful and work really hard and make the lineups and do great things for this team. So I'm going to put in the work in the gym makes my teammate, you know, feel the same way and be like, no, I want to make the lineup. I'm I can be better than Leah or, you know, not necessarily I'm better than her, but like, (laughs) uh, you know, it's just that internal competition, that friendly competition every day in the gym for those coveted lineup spots. And, you know, I think that really got us to where we are as a team and brought the success that we had during the regular season. And just time after time, again, my teammates just blew me away with the amazing things that, we're accomplishing as a team and so many amazing moments this season from you know the win at LSU probably one of my favorites we were trailing after the first couple of events and just really fought till the end it honestly felt like we I've never won a national championship yet hopefully that's going to change soon but it really (laughs) felt like we won a national championship you know we're screaming in the locker room jumping up and down 
it was amazing. And so that happened. And then there was still a couple weeks later, a couple people were out because of contact tracing. And, you know, we went into the meet with really eight gymnasts that were going to be up on the events and no head coach and he still pulled out a great win and went 24 for 24 hit routine so that was just another amazing night we had the first ever pride meet the first ever black lives matter meet here at florida and just so many amazing moments from regular season yes um you know we really wanted that sec tournament championship but it is a disappointment, but really all you can do is move forward and learn from the experience. So I think that everyone has that mindset in their heads. And, you know, one meet that was pretty poor for us overall, I mean, it wasn't horrible. Like, we still had great things that happened, but it definitely doesn't define who we are as a team. And I'm really excited for everybody to, you know, get back in the gym and bounce back. and. Hopefully have a great rest of postseason. I'm really excited. I mean, I'm, I'm also really, really excited for you guys, too. I mean, I, it would be such a shame to see it all come to a screeching halt, you know. But, of course, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I'm always going to pull for Florida Gymnastics. But that being said, uh, Leah, uh, good luck in that. But let's go on to um, the, the, the main subject and, and why we brought you on here to uh, combine our, uh, our podcasting skills and whatnot. Um, Zest in Progress, uh, your, your uh, podcast, which can be found on Spotify if you guys are looking for it out there. Um, tell me a little bit about Zest in Progress. And uh, let's start with, with the name. What did the uh, title come from? So the title is a little bit of a brand extension. I have to be honest. I actually started a food vlog back in 2018 called Zest and Finesse. And on there I share um, lots of healthy recipes and also lots of baking recipes and just things that I experiment with in the kitchen. And the goal of that is to help people, um, you know, realize that clean eating can be fun and live happier, healthier lives. So that is really my mission to help people, you know, stay motivated to become better people and improve their own lives and the world around them. And I say, a little something like that in the intro to my podcast, but I find that I feel like I have a purpose in this world that, you know, not exactly sure exactly what it is yet, but I know that if I'm trying to help other people, that is fulfilling to me. And I felt like a podcast was one way that I could do that because over the summer, and coming back to Florida after the whole quarantine period, I spent a lot of time, you know, alone because not hanging out with people and social distancing. And I found podcasts to be a really great um, entertainment source while I'm eating lunch and dinner. So every day I would pull up some of my favorite podcasts and I'd eat my lunch or whatever it was and listen to podcasts um and some of my favorites are educational ones and motivational podcasts so after you know months of listening to other people um and really enjoying and getting so much out of it and just so many great takeaways i would get every day that i could apply in my own life and sometime around late fall i was just kind of like you know what podcasts are cool 
I think I could do that too. I love talking to people. I love being, I'm not in front of a camera in a podcast, but in front of a microphone. I enjoy public speaking and I was really excited to maybe be able to go out and interview people and bring motivational conversations to people. So that's where the idea sparked. And there was one time I just kind of realized that, you know, I'm going to regret it if I don't try to do this. I'm going to regret not trying to launch a podcast. Like, we'll just see where it goes. So I'm definitely a doer kind of person when I have an idea I want to act on it right away so I started brainstorming names I'm like I gotta find a name so I can set up the hosting site and get this started and you know really launch a podcast so I came up with so many ideas and I would after I came up with an idea different words that I liked that I thought would give the essence of what the podcast was going to be about I would look up on Spotify and Apple and find out if there was anything else named something similar. And every time I had a good word and I was like, ooh, this could be great. And then I look it up and be like, oh, that person has something similar or the exact same name. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, taken. come on. It's I'll snap. Like, I know. <laughs> always something else. So I was like, hmm, well, I've got this food blog called Zest and Finesse. We're finally getting back to the full circle thing here. Yeah. But I've got the food blog called Zest and Finesse. And maybe I can, you know, play off that a little bit. Maybe I can, instead of zest as in like orange zest on food, maybe it can be zest for life. And instead of finesse, progress rhymes with finesse. How does that sound? And I was like, huh, zest and progress. That's kind of cool. And nobody else has that name. I mean, it's much more unique. And it went along with the with my personal brand, I suppose. And the more I said it, the more it grew on me. And that's kind of where the name was born. There you go. Yeah, you just got to say it over and over again. And once it really starts to sound right, you're like, yes, this is the one. This is the one. But I, I totally get yeah. that struggle of, you know, like, because I'm, I'm actually in a band currently. And so, like, you know, just coming up with, like, you got your group of friends and you're like, oh, we need this band name to be really cool and really out there. And then you come up with them, you give it on Spotify and just, it's just taken. And you're like, ah, of course, of course. If only we existed like 10 years yeah. ago or something. But yeah, so. Oh, but, snap. <laughs> yeah, I know. We came so close. Oh, but uh, but yeah, but it's really cool that, that, you, that you found this love in podcasting because I, I pretty much did the same thing. It's like, a, you know, you fall in love with, um, if it's for me personally, it's sports casting. I, I love listening to guys talk about basketball, football all day or, um, or, or even like pro wrestling or even, or even just like murder mysteries. I love, I love just stuff like that. And there's a lot of podcasts out there and I think it's a great wave top on, you know, because if you feel like you have a voice, but no one's listening to you, you can just, you know, go, go on a, go on a microphone and just kind of talk whatever on your mind, whether yeah. it's sports, whether it's like you want to talk about fitness or, uh, or diets or, or anything like that. I think that's a really cool thing about, right. about a podcast Pod- Podcasting is also so cool because truly anybody can start a podcast and the barriers to entry are so low that it's helped me be like, well, why not do it? Like I literally have to spend no money. I can just record this on my phone at first and, you know, edit these and upload them and distribute them for free. There's so many free hosting websites and that was 
you know, one of the reasons why I was like, this is so cool. And there are so many, like, there's so many really popular podcasts out there. And I listen to a ton that have a ton of listeners, but there's some super niche ones too. And I know there's millions of podcasts, but I felt that it was something that maybe this is something I can be successful in. And maybe this is a good, um, skill that I can build. And there really was nothing that should have been holding me back because, you know, if I decide I didn't like it, then I could just stop and that would be fine. But I knew that going into it, there was potential for it to be a really great thing. And, um, I knew that no matter what, I was going to learn something from the experience and gain skills and gain connections and gain, the you know motivation from these people that I'm interviewing and getting inspired by and it just really felt like a win-win-win situation for me for sure for sure and so let's, let's talk a little bit more about about, uh, about what happens in, in the episode just so the good people uh whoever on the walk or in the car who are listening right now um so what, what exactly goes on in your podcast uh and who do you typically have on so thus far I've mostly interviewed some of my teammates and if any gymnastics fans are out there there's episodes with Trinity Thomas, Megan Skaggs, Alyssa Bauman, um, who else did I interview? Amelia Hundley. she graduated last year now she's a student coach. Um, so I've interviewed several of my teammates. Oh Savannah Shane here as well and that's been super fun because I wanted to start with people that are close to me just to get in my groove a little bit and also it's season right now and my priority is really gymnastics and school after that um of course because I'm here to be a student athlete and I really want to be able to focus on those things um and the podcast is an amazing outlet and I love doing it but it's kind of a bonus and I didn't I knew going into the season that you know I wasn't gonna focus too, too much energy on it because my priority is gymnastics. So I wanted to stick to, you know, maybe um, not putting too much pressure on myself to put episodes out like every week or reach out and get people from all over the country. I really just wanted to get in my groove. So that's why I started with my teammates. And I also, you know, I interviewed um, a performance dietitian and trying to kind of a whole cross-branding thing. That was really fun, an episode on sports nutrition. And I'm really excited to reach out and branch out to more people after season is over and really get to work a little bit more on my podcast because I have this huge long list of people that I want to interview. But overall, just athletes um, in general and, you know, inspiring individuals in other realms too. I think that anything that, you know, um, aligns with helping people or motivating people or mainly um, helping people become better athletes because that's kind of my target audience and my main demographic. But, you know, I'm really up for anything and I just want to see where it goes and have fun with it because you know, I am just really excited about it, but don't want to put too much pressure on myself right now because I'm just starting it. But it's been so much fun um, interviewing my teammates and there'll be a new episode coming out next week. 
Okay, sweet, awesome, and and that can be found on like on Spotify and on the Apple Pod and and excuse me on the Apple Podcast app and, and whatnot. Yes, it's on Spotify and Apple. Those are the two, you know, the big ones that most people know about. But it's distributed on a couple other podcast platforms as well. So wherever you get your podcast, you can search for it. Zest and progress. Zest and progress. Awesome, love it. Well, sweet, awesome. Um. Sweet. Um, so what is the, what is your favorite episode that you've done so far? Oh my goodness. That's so hard. Um, an absolute, like, like it's maybe something that happened during the episode or, or just like the whole episode as a, as one, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I have liked every episode for a different reason and okay. everyone has, uh, different takeaways and I, one that really surprised me that I you know it felt like we were just having a nice flowing conversation it was me and Sydney Johnson Sharp it was a couple episodes ago but that one it just felt like a fun conversation like we were talking and then I went back and when I was editing out little blips and um, re-listening to it once I posted it I was just like wow wait, this is such good advice. And it really just applied to me in the moment that I was in. One of the things that she said was, you know, you can take everything, um, everything that happens is either a blessing or a lesson. So if something's great, like that's amazing, it's a blessing or a blessing. But if, you know, something might seem like it's a horrible circumstance or, you know, you're down in the dumps or it's a big bummer, but it can be a true lesson and you can really learn and grow from it. And that's paraphrasing and she said it much better, but that was one of um, the big takeaways from the episode that, you know, I just personally needed that at that moment because, you know, I think I had a rough week in practice and, or something happened and that podcast episode really spoke to me. But I think that there's little things like that in every episode and um you know it's different for everybody and it, you know some things apply at one point and other things apply at a different point and everybody has their own take and um how everything relates to different people in different ways but yeah if anybody's listening and wants to check it out go check it out and decide for yourself which episode is your favorite i think um, the most listened to episode is Trinity Thomas, though. Trinity Thomas. All right, awesome. I will I will go give that episode a listen myself after this, actually. <laughs> but um, oh, but okay. So one more question before I let you go. Uh, I I really have to know from one pa- podcaster to another. When you recorded for the first time and heard a playback of your of your own voice, was there? <laughs> I, I I did this. I was like, I was like, whoa. Like for me, like I think I feel like my voice sounds a little bit deeper than like it probably. Mm. And then when I listened to it, I, it kind of was like, "Hey guys, how are you?" And I'm like, "This is not me." Like, <laughs> like there's there's That's no way. So, so did you also have that have that kind of thing where you like you you actually hear your voice for like the first time? You know that has happened to me before. Not when I first um, recorded my first episode of the podcast because that is definitely not the first time I've heard my own voice. Um, so I was pretty, um, you know, used to it, <laughs> I guess that it, it came out sounding, the whole episode 
came out sounding a lot more professional than I felt when I was doing it. And I was like, wow, hmm, this sounds like, I mean, not like a extremely experienced, amazing podcaster because I'm just starting out, but it was definitely better than I thought it was. And I was like, wow, that was a decent podcast hoping, hosting job. If I was an outsider, I would say that was, you know, pretty good overall. So that was like surprising to me because inside I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing. This is my first time, blah, blah, blah. But about the voice thing, yes. Whenever I used to hear myself on video, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I sound like a squirrel. That is not <laughs> what I sound like in my head. But over the years, I've had, you know, so many, I've made so many videos of myself speaking for whatever reasons. And I've had a lot of interviews for gymnastics. So it comes as less of a surprise uh, to me now when I listen to myself, for sure. But I might, you know, listen to this and be like, oh, that was weird. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> that's uh, hey, that's 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 me every every episode for for when this this podcast drops. I'm like, oh, whoa, what? Is it, why? That's not what I sound like. I, I still like refuse to this day to, to think that that's what I sound like. Um, <laughs> but yeah. But anyway, uh, Leah, thank you so much for hopping on today. Um, hopefully every, all, the audience go checks out your, your, uh, podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, all, all the, all the good, uh, outlets, uh, zest and progress. And then you said the name of your Instagram was, uh, for the uh, food one. Oh, at zest and finesse. Zest and finesse. Um, the, yeah, I think everybody probably knows how to spell. It's all spelled out. And, um, I also have a website for my food blog that is zestandfinesse.com. Sweet. Awesome. Awesome. And then my personal, I don't mean to like throw more plugs at myself, but my personal <laughs> Instagram is at Leah Clapper five. And that's where you can get all the updates on my podcast. I usually post on my story when I have a new episode coming out and there's lots of gymnastics things on there. If you follow Gators Gym. Sweet. Awesome. Well, I will, I will give you a follow. I'm sure you'll gain a lot of followers after this for sure. Uh, but, but there's nothing wrong with putting in some extra plugs, you know, that's why you're here to plug the podcast and all that good stuff. Um, but thank you so much for hopping on again. Go make sure you guys listen to Zest and Progress and Zest and Funness on Instagram as well as zestandfunness.com for a food blog on the internet. And uh, so you guys have a big postseason coming up for for jim uh hopefully you guys are excited uh I, i'm pulling for you guys i'm sure so is Thank the you. rest of gator nation and um leah i can definitely tell that you are a podcaster you have a fantastic voice for, for by the way you carry a conversation very very well and um it was an absolute pleasure to to, to have you on the show today well i really appreciate that and thank you so much again for having me this was a lot of fun of course, of course. It was a great time. And uh, Leah, you have a great day and, uh, and, and uh, stay safe. You as well. And with that great session from Leah, and another special thank you to Leah Clapper, by the way, for hopping on the show. She was a great, great segment. Um, let's get right into our weekly preview, Florida Gator Athletics. And let's start it off with Florida baseball. They are number five, 13-5 record. And then they will have a three-game series versus South Carolina starting this Friday, March 26th. 
I believe around 6 or 7 p.m. And that'll go on through Sunday. And good luck to them on that versus the Gamecocks. Number six softball will be traveling to UCF Central Florida tonight, Wednesday night. And uh, that first pitch will be at 6 p.m. And then on Friday at 6 p.m., it will start a three-game series for Florida against the number 13-ranked Louisiana State Tigers. And then on to lacrosse. They will be having a two-game series versus Cincinnati. It will be in Gainesville, Florida this time, unlike their their last uh, weekend matchup. And that will be on Friday and Sunday. You can catch those games in the stadium. And then for Swim and Dive, after coming off a solid SEC title run, uh, they will begin the nat- uh, the national tournaments today uh, for the NCAA. And that will continue on through this Saturday, and a champion will indeed be crowned. And then for volleyball, they will be closing out the regular season this weekend with a trip to Texas A&M in College Station, Texas, that will be on Wednesday night, tonight at 7. And then tomorrow night, it will be a first serve at the same time, 7 p.m., still from Texas a And then on to tennis men's. After after uh, riding this hot streak, they will be hosting Arkansas this Friday at 5. And then they will be hitting the road out to Nashville, Tennessee to take on the Vanderbilt Commodores on Sunday at 2 p.m. And then as for the women, they will be back in action tomorrow night. Uh, They will be on a road trip to Mississippi to take on the Ole Miss Rebels tomorrow at Thursday at 6 p.m. And then they will face Mississippi State on Saturday at noon. And that's going to just about do it for everything in Florida Gator sports in the next seven days. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening in today and this week. Hopefully you guys have a great and safe weekend. Uh, wash your hands, wear a mask, stay within uh, three feet as uh, those, new, those new rules are now in place. Uh, three feet social distancing. Always wear, always wear your mask, always wash your hands. Just be sanitary. No need to be, you know, dirty. I think it should take a pandemic to teach us that. But anyway, uh, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> uh, subscribe to the Alligator Sports Podcast on Spotify. You can find this on Google. Uh, I mean, hopefully you already found it by now since you're at the end of it. But follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Alligator Sports. And then we also have a Reddit page, which is underscore Alligator Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been it for me. I've been your host, Jesse Richardson. Hopefully we'll see you again next weekend. Uh, Be safe out there.